Breaking the Borderline Stigma. I'm Kristen Nicole. I'm a life coach for highly sensitive women and women with borderline personality disorder, helping you to create a protective emotional skin to learn to love all of you and to let your gorgeous light shine despite the darkness. And by the way, I'm also a highly sensitive person and a BPD conqueror myself. Hello and welcome to season two, episode one of Breaking the Borderline and Sensitivity Stigma. I am so excited to have you here. I'm so excited to be back. I will say this was a long time coming. I was planning on coming back in early September and life has happened. I will be sharing all of that with you throughout the season as to what's been going on. Um, but there's just a lot of things that have happened since the wrap up of season one, but I'm glad to be able to be on here with you today, recording season two, episode one and getting this kicked off. I will say that the reception has been phenomenal. Those of you who've reached out, I've loved hearing from you. Um, and I hope to be hearing from more of you as well. Um, and I want to say that I'm trying something new where I'm recording this via Instagram live while I'm actually recording my episode. So if you hear me mention something about, Hey, Instagrammers, that's why. Um, but just a little caveat there. So for today's first episode of season two, I wanted to talk about using your sensitivity as a superpower or starting to see your sensitivity as a superpower. Now, one of the things that has happened to me over the past couple of months is I have started following a um, woman called Dr. Becky. She is the creator of Good Inside and she is like a parenting expert. And she talks about deeply feeling kids. And I will say that I think that one of my, one of my children especially is a deeply feeling kid, but she talks about this term sensitivity and how she doesn't like it. And I'll tell you what, I hate that term too. Uh, especially if you've grown up your entire life being called too sensitive, or you're so sensitive. Um, it's really, it, it's really kind of demeaning in a way. So I have decided to start using different language. And instead of saying sensitive, I'm going to be saying deeply feeling. So hello to all my beautiful, deeply feeling women and BPD ladies out there. Thank you so much for joining. I'm excited to get to the content. I do want to share one thing with you that came up and I wasn't even going to talk about this on the podcast, but I was talking to one of my coaches and it's like, you know what? I really should. Um, I am going to be hosting a workshop this Sunday, October 23rd at 5 p.m. Eastern time. It is going to be a live workshop. It'll be about two to three hours long. It is paid, but it is a very minimal fee of $27 to join the workshop. I know that I've had some people reach out to me who've been interested in coaching and maybe they just couldn't afford it. This is a way to get in on one of my trainings for a very, very reasonable price. Um, and this is also what is called the muddy boots price, meaning it is the content is solid and it's not 100% pretty and polished. So there may be a little bit of bumps, but 
Um, I wanted to get it out there for everybody. So what I did was I discounted it. It's probably going to be about $47, $47.50 when it's all said and done. It is right now going to be $27 because it's that Money Boots offer because I know the content is there. It's just the delivery of it isn't 100% polished yet. So um, if you want to get in on that, there is a link in the show notes. Please go ahead and join. And I will say there's a couple of options here. You can pay the regular price of $27. And then I'm also doing where you can sponsor someone who maybe has a little bit of lesser means and pay $40 to help sponsor their ticket. And then if you are someone who has a little bit of lesser means and you just can't afford that $27, you can go ahead and join for $14 and essentially being reliant upon those who have the kind souls, um, kind heartedness of sponsoring you. So you do pick your option, um, what, what you want to pay. It is completely up to you. Um, I welcome any and all, if you want to sponsor someone, that's amazing. If you can't sponsor someone and you can just afford to pay for yourself, that is absolutely fine. And if you're someone who needs the sponsorship, that is okay too. I want to have you there. Um, because I think it's going to be really important. And if you're watching this on Instagram and you want to join, the link for the workshop is in my bio. I would put it on the comments, but I this is my first live I'm doing on Instagram. And I don't know how to do that yet. So if you click on my profile, go to the bio link. It is going to be one of those first tabs you see. There's bubbles at the top, but then there's a tab that says join the um, workshop or uh, workshop sign up. So that is um, there for you. I hope to see you there. Like I said, that is this Sunday. So you have plenty of time to get in on that. Um, and, uh, and I'll hope to see you there. So let's talk about using your um, sensitivity as a superpower. A lot of times we are told that our sensitivity is a negative thing. And it's really not. I will tell you, I think these being someone who is highly sensitive, both from an emotional and a physical standpoint, there are a lot of gifts that come with it. And if you aren't taught how to properly harness this, it's often seen as a hindrance. And let me just say that most of the time we are not taught how to properly harness this. And we are actually told that it is a hindrance. That's a whole other thing. I've talked about that some in season one. So you can um, check that out. But it's also stuff that I'll, I'll be expanding upon as well as the season goes. But I want to share a story with you in terms of how I used my sensitivity over the summer to really be more of a superpower. So, and, and the reason I'm sharing this with you is that I'm hoping you'll go back and kind of reflect upon um, when this has happened in your life or when some of these incidences have come up and... Um, you maybe didn't use it as like a superpower at that time, but maybe as you reflect, you can see part of why it was actually a good thing or see how it could have been a good thing. And my hope is that then you'll start to, as you move forward and you have these things happen, even, you know, initially you'll just be reflecting and that is completely fine. Like that's helping to build your awareness of when these things happen, when can I actually use it as a good thing, um, as opposed to seeing it as a bad thing. 
And some of that you, you have to reflect upon that. It just takes a while to build that muscle because we become so disconnected from our intuition throughout our lives because of the fact that we grew up in these invalidating environments when you have these sensitivities um, that trusting your intuition and using it can feel really unsafe because in the past you were told that you were wrong for it. So it takes some um, finessing. It takes some getting used to. And I will say that this is something where I work very closely with my clients, my coaching clients on, because a lot of times when you're in these states, you have a hard time learning how to trust our intuition. We, we, we have a hard time struggling and to trusting to blah, blah, blah. If I can get my words right. We have a hard time trusting our intuition because our entire life has been invalidated and we've been told we've been wrong for the way that we've been feeling. So it makes sense that we need someone to come in and help us and understand like, okay, is this something we can lean into or is it actually a trauma response that we're falling into? And so that's where I help to work with my clients to understand, hey, this is actually your intuition talking to you, or this is a trauma pattern. This is a trauma response that you're repeating. Um, and so, and if that's something you're interested in, again, my discovery call link is in the show notes or for my Instagram people, my discovery call link, if you want to um, get into that, if you'd like to talk to me and see if we can work together, that is in my bio link. So you can check that out there. So let's talk about what happened this summer. So we went away on a nice vacation. Um, my parents came down and we went and had a little beach vacation, not too far from where we live, but we actually went and stayed on the beach and it was, it was really uh, very nice and calming and relaxing. Well, we left on like a Sunday. We came back on Friday. When we came back, there was something that just felt off to me in the house. Um, by Saturday, I started to get a headache and I just was not feeling right. By Sunday, it was like hitting me like a ton of bricks. I would go out um, into the backyard. I would go out into our lanai and I would start to feel better. And then I would come into the house and it was like a physical wall. I just hit me. And my ears would get really full, like when you're on an airplane and they would feel like they needed to pop. My head was killing me. I started smelling something that was kind of like a burning oily type of smell. I couldn't figure out what it was. So Sunday night, I started looking up um, information about what it could be. And now mind you, my husband and my kids were completely fine. They did not smell anything. They had no issues. They had no ear pressure. My ears were also ringing really, really, really bad. So I start looking up like um, what it could be if you're smelling an oily smell or a burning smell in your house. And it led me down this path of the HVAC. And so I said to my husband, I'm like, I think there's a problem with the HVAC. I think he was asleep at that point because I tend to look at all this stuff when he's already asleep and I'm just laying in bed and my mind is, just keeps going. So I texted him so that he would see it in the morning. I said, I think there's a problem with the HVAC. We need to get somebody out here. So, um, and again, I can't remember if this was Sunday night or Saturday night, but he posted something in our Facebook community group. And they gave us a number uh, of who to reach out to. On Monday, my husband calls the HVAC people and they're like, okay, we can send somebody out on Tuesday. 
thank goodness. And, and this whole time, like, I just feel like crap. Okay. But when I go outside, I start feeling better. So the HVAC guy comes and inspects our whole, inspects our system. They use like a little camera to go through the, the ductwork and things like that. And he says, oh, you have a growth throughout your entire system. So in a nutshell, we had mold. What um, I have since learned, because one of my clients used to do mold remediation. So he told me that um, if they tell, if they say, actually say it's mold, then you have to bring in this whole team to do it. It costs thousands of dollars. That's why he wouldn't say it's actually mold. Cause my husband said, well, is it mold? And he said, I can't say that for sure. I can just tell you that there's some sort of growth throughout the entire system. So we ended up working with them. They were going to come back on Friday to clean out the whole system. Tuesday nights, that was on Tuesday, Tuesday night. I mean, I thought, okay, you know what? I'm going to try and hold it. I'm going to try and wait it out and stay in the house. Um, and I did not sleep Tuesday. Like my muscles started spasming. I could feel them clenching, tightening and releasing, tightening and releasing. Um, I went and slept out on the couch because it wasn't an enclosed room. So at least with the mold circulating the air, um, it, it gave me more of an open space. But the thing is, is we live in Florida, so our air vents are in the ceilings. So I didn't realize, I didn't even think about it at the time, but the air vents blowing on my head. So it was blowing these mold spores onto my head. Wednesday, by like Wednesday at noon, I'm like, I have to go to a hotel. I cannot stay here. I had the worst brain fog. I could not concentrate. I was clenching my jaw. My muscles were spasming. My ears were ringing. And, um, and, and they were very fulfilling. Now, let me just pause here and say, this was all because I am a highly sensitive person and I was responding to, and this comes into the physicality more of being an HSP than it does the emotional side. But I want to encourage you as you listen to this, like how has this happened where with the emotional side of things? And, and I have an example I can share with you. Um, but so for me, this was the physicality of it. But I have learned over the years where originally, if this were 10, 15, certainly 20 years ago, I would have just dismissed it and thought they're like, okay, there's just something wrong with me. Instead of leaning into my tuition and saying, no, there may be something that I'm sensing and my husband and my kids aren't sensing it, but there's something wrong. I have to figure out what it is. So because of all of this, we ended up having that team come out and figured out that we have mold throughout our entire system. Now, if you don't know about how detrimental mold can be, I mean, mold can be extremely toxic to your body. And so I was getting those symptoms of mold toxicity. Um, and I ended up going to the hotel and I, I told my husband, you know, I wanted him to bring the kids. He didn't, he didn't even want to have them sleep there because of the fact that I needed to rest and I had to work. I still my day job. So, um, immediately when I got to the hotel, I started feeling better immediately. When I would go outside, I started feeling better. And it's like, I could actually think and process again. I mean, it was just unbelievable to me, like how much it was affecting me. I, I since discovered too, that a sign of mold toxicity can be ear ringing. Well, my ears have been ringing for, I mean, they've been ringing for a good three to four months, if not more before that. And this mold is slow growing. So the fact that it's been in our house this entire time, 
I mean, it's been in it for a while with this going on. Apparently, it's a common thing in Florida um, where just because it's so humid and the air conditioning is running so much. So I, I didn't, you know, we didn't realize this. So the reason that I share this is because mold toxicity can be extremely detrimental to, and getting the mold out of your system, out of your body can be very um, hard as well. But if I didn't have my sensitivity and I will say, yes, for me personally, it sucked, but I was actually able to use that to protect my husband and my kids because it started affecting me way earlier. And my husband, I think towards Friday, he was starting to, or Thursday, he was starting to feel a little bit of symptoms before they cleaned it out. But it could have gotten so much worse for my kids and my husband. And it's almost like I was that total canary in a coal mine. Um, and for me personally, yeah, it sucked. And the positive side to it is I was able to protect my kids and my husband from it getting worse. Because if it had gotten worse and we didn't know about it, we would have all come down with symptoms. And even still, I mean, I still, I'm sure I still have mold, um, in my body that I need to, to get out. But, um, at least it was just me and not them. Now I said, I would share an example from like an emotional standpoint. There was a time I was driving down the street on the highway and I just, I just had this sense. I could just feel it where I'm like, okay, this car is going to try and merge into me. And lo and behold, within about 15, 20 seconds, they did, they started, but like that was just part of leaning into my tuition, right? Because I could sense that. And I've had that happen before on the road. And that's where it's like, there are those times that I want to, I just want to invite you and encourage you to think about like, when have those times happened for you? Just thinking about and reflecting on when has that happened for me? How did I respond to it? Did you choose to lean into it or did you ignore it? And if you ignored it, what happened? And if you leaned into it, what happened? So just taking, you know, a couple minutes now, or even thinking about it, having it in the back of your mind of thinking about when some of those things have come up and this will help so that you start to reflect on, okay, if those sorts of things happen, Am I trusting what my body is telling me? Am I trusting what my emotions are telling me? Because if you think about it, your emotions are the language of the body. The thoughts are the language of the mind. Emotions are the language of the body. So whether it's a physical feeling that you're getting or an emotional feeling that you're getting, just reflect on it. You don't need to do anything with it right now. It's just starting to build that awareness. Um, because the nice thing with being a sensitive individual, highly sensitive, a deeply feeling individual is we have a stronger kind of spidey sense than other people do. And it's something that we really need to like, not need to, we get to harness, we get to figure out how to use this to our benefit and we get to lean into those moments and those intuition moments where it can actually make a difference. And I'm, I'm have no doubt that it will at some point make a difference for you. Um, 
but it's just learning now having these invalidating moments all the time or having these invalidating environments is now it's, it's one starting to recognize and then also starting to discern, okay, is this an intuition response or is this a trauma response? Is, am I feeling like this because of something that has happened in my past and it's a past painful experience? And so this is why I'm responding or thinking this way, or is my body trying to tell me something? So that's what I want to invite you to kind of reflect upon until the next episode. Um, and for my Instagram viewers, if you came in late, welcome. Um, hopefully you'll be able to go back and watch the beginning of this. This is my recording of my episode one season two podcast that I'm sharing via live. Um, so that is my invitation for this episode is just starting to notice when those things have happened and how, how can we start to think about it a little bit differently um, in terms of it being a good thing. And I'm not going to lie, like the mold toxicity, like for me on a, a physical level, yeah, it sucked, but I'm also very thankful that I at least was starting to feel the effects to the point where I was like, there's, there's something that's wrong and I'm going to figure out what the heck it is and I'm going to protect my family and I'm going to um, use that to my benefit. And it, even though I still do have some symptoms, like I'm working through getting rid of them, but um, the, the bulk of it was that week where it was really extreme. So, uh, you know what, I'd rather take that for me personally than have it happen to my kids as well and, and them just having no idea what in the world's going on. So that's what I have for you today. Um, I hope that this has been helpful for you. Again, if you would like to join the workshop that I'm hosting next Sunday, the link is in the show notes for you Instagrammers. The link is in my bio. There's um, a Koji link, it's called. And within there, if you click on that, just a couple of tabs down, there's like the little bubbles and then there's a tab and it'll say, you know, sign up for the workshop. Um, but I hope this has been helpful until next time. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so excited to be back and, um, I will chat with you next time. Have a good one. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed the podcast and would like one-to-one -one support, sign up for a free discovery call through the link in the show notes.